Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep, we are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Hey everyone, it's the podcast. It's her time. This is one of our favorite things to do over here at Mixers. It's Cody and Jess. And today we're going to deep dive into one of our most frequently asked questions. Why are our boobs sore before our period? We get questions daily from girls and we love it. We're so grateful that so many of you feel comfortable to reach out to us with these oftentimes very personal questions, but know we are here for you. It's like our favorite thing over here at Mixers is connecting with our Mixers community. This whole podcast is about having these kinds of conversations so that we can change the culture around periods, women health, et cetera. But also help us all know more about what is actually going on with our bodies. That's something we absolutely love to do. So symptoms are our body's way of communicating with us. It's important to really listen to the messages our bodies are giving us because if we ignore the messages, our bodies will just continue trying to communicate and they will get louder and louder until we have no choice but to listen. So ladies, today we thought it would be fun to answer boobs. Why are they sometimes sore before a period? But first, we're going to go into one of our favorite parts of the podcast, Mixers Girls Say. And today we're going back to unpopular opinions. So we had so much fun talking about this on an episode before. So Cody, are you ready for round two of unpopular opinions? So funny. Yes. Can't wait. Okay. So... We do these Tell Us Tuesday submissions over on our Instagram. If you guys are wondering where on earth we're pulling these um, like submissions from, it's always from our Mixers community. We always pull them straight from our Mixers girls. So if you want to make submissions, go and participate over on our Instagram, especially on Tuesdays. It's when we gather all of these um, question box information. So today, unpopular opinions. All right. Harry Potter is overrated and I absolutely hate Disneyland. <laughs> what? I have to say she's right. That's an unpopular opinion, but I love that she's willing to own it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's missing out on a lot of fun in life with those two things not, you know, being something she enjoys. I love both Harry Potter and Disneyland. Yeah. Um, Dr. Pe- Dr. Pepper tastes like medicine. I actually have to agree. I know I'm so, so lame, but I just don't like soda. It makes my stomach hurt. I always like feel syrupy in my mouth after. So I feel the same. I agree completely with Liz who submitted this. What do you think about Dr. Pepper? Um, I actually don't mind the taste. I'm not a big soda drinker either, but if uh-huh. I was to have to choose, I think Dr. Pepper like a is a better taste than like a, a Coke. Like I actually uh-huh. prefer it to the Coke, but, um, but yeah, it's not something that I would choose like to drink on a regular basis. Yeah. Someone says cereal is gross and I'm totally respectful of your opinion, but I have to say, I honestly love cereal. I love cereal and 
I disagree, but I still love you, Lindsay. <laughs> There's still love. It's okay. We can agree to disagree, right? It's all good. It's healthy. Healthy for us to all have different opinions. I love cereal. It takes me back to childhood. Like I remember I'm at the age where it was like a cool thing to get the new cereal box and you would like put the cereal in front of your bowl and while you're eating it, you'd read everything that was on it. A lot of times they'd have like little comic strips or they'd have things like that. So it takes me back to childhood, but I actually don't buy cereal. It's not something that I regularly have at my house because so much of the cereal, I actually call it chemical soup because it's just so loaded with so many harmful chemicals for our health. Cody, I've got got lots of chemical soup over at my house. So what we used to do for our kids is like on their birthday, they would be able to choose whatever cereal they wanted. And I know I'm like, this is, I'm looking back now, girls, I get it. Like I was probably taking it a little too far, but it was like, it was thought of as like a fun treat, not like a never, you can't ever have it, but just like, let's have it be like a fun treat for my kids. And, Mm -hmm. um, and it's worked for them, but you know, that I, I grew up with like, an entire wall, you know, cupboard full of different, my, I think we literally would have like 30 different types of cereal at our house at a time. We were, we were lucky. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love cereal. Next, I'm going to do two more. This girl says, I know everyone's going to hate this, but I absolutely hate iPhones. I mean, to me, I just love my iPhone and I love iMessaging with people and I like being in group messages with iMessages, but I also have friends I love so much that have Androids. I still love them, but man, I don't like getting green text messages. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know it is kind of hard because the two don't really work well together. And so you do feel like when you have a friend that has like a different style phone, it's just like, I don't know. It just makes it a little, a little tougher, but yeah, I, I mean, I swear it's like people are either passionate about Apple and they only go Apple or they're like the other way, like this girl where it's like Apple's too expensive. It's just too, you know, there's actually so many better features with Android, blah, blah, blah. But for ease, like I just use Apple cause I know it, it works with my computer. It works with everything that I'm familiar with my family. You know, it, that's all this, but my mm-hmm. son, he's the only one in our family that has an Android. And I feel like sometimes he does that on purpose so that he doesn't have to be like dragged into all the group texts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Okay, the last is I'm combining like quite a few submissions into one. And it's like unpopular opinions. And like, they feel like they're unpopular opinions about food. Like people hate them because of their food. So okay. someone says they hate ketchup. Someone says they think bacon is gross. Someone says that they hate the smell of coffee. Someone says that um, Nutella is absolutely disgusting. Feel like my family hates it. I think that Chipotle is overrated. I hate mac and cheese. I hate donuts. Avocados are gross. So these are all different girls. Every single one of those are different girls. And it's making me laugh thinking of like these uh, people feeling like their families are mad at them, but they don't like bacon. Yeah, I know. And it's okay. Not everybody has yes, to like everything go, that girl. everyone else likes. Yeah, be your own self. Yes, be your own self. Have your own food opinions. I love it. You girls keep getting out there doing your thing. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. 
Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com. M-I-X-H-E-R-S. So Cody, let's Mm -hmm. hop in to the podcast episode. Why are boobs sometimes sore before periods? And so mixers girl question we get all the time. Why are my boobs sore? Can you guys tell me? Okay. Well, I'm excited actually to answer this question because you're right. This is a common question that we often get. So that's going to be the topic of this conversation, which we always love to have these kind of conversations that maybe we'd be a little too embarrassed to like talk about in a group, but hopefully that's changing too. Hopefully by listening to these kind of podcast episodes, like it sparks conversation with your girlfriends and your sisters and all the girls in your life. All right. So let's talk about it. So first of all, it's important to understand that in the week leading up to our period, it is super common to have tender breasts. Okay. But again, like I always say, it's common, but it's not normal. Okay. But what I want to be clear about is that I'm not talking about like just the little mild pain, right? Sometimes that is normal because there are hormonal fluctuations that are happening. And so if you're feeling like a slight tenderness, that's not something to be alarmed with. But what I'm talking about is like intense swelling and tenderness that really can affect like your daily life and your activities. And if you felt this and you know what I'm talking about, it's like you're sensitive and even like wearing a bra sometimes is so uncomfortable. You can't stand it. So um, I thought it was interesting. I always love to share statistics, right? So According to the Breast Health Center, did you know that 50% of women experience breast tenderness at some point in their lives, right? And I think that's kind mm. of like, why do we need a study? <laughs> we know this, right? But- yeah, we all knew we all knew that. And I'm actually surprised that it's 50%. I would think that it's much higher than that. But you know, I 50% is still a ton, but I just still feel like I don't know a single woman that hasn't had a point in their life that they're like, oh, my boobs hurt, you know? Yeah. So maybe it's like, who are you asking? Maybe they didn't ask all of the women, you know, maybe not. And yeah, let's, I, Jess and I say it's like I know, 95. I, I know, I, I know I wasn't asked for that statistic. Cody. Nobody <laughs> asked me either. <laughs> all it. right. Well, maybe next time we'll get on their radar. So, all right. But okay. Let's talk about what's really going on and why so many of us girls are experiencing breast tenderness. So, okay. So this is what I want to teach is that cyclical breast tenderness. Remember we have monthly cycle lasts all month long, not just menstruation. Um, so cyclical breast tenderness is caused obviously by our normal, healthy hormonal fluctuations. Um, one of the things that happens after we ovulate is that, um, if we're feeling tender, um, especially after we ovulate, what that can be a sign of is that you are dealing with estrogen dominance, which I know we talk a lot about because estrogen dominance tends to be one of the biggest you know, root causes of all of the ugh, symptoms that we feel every single month and, and one of them being breast tenderness. All right. So while we do love estrogen and I don't want to give estrogen a bad name, what we know is that um, if we have too much of it, it can cause PMS symptoms. And it's the, really, it's the imbalanced ratio between estrogen and progesterone that, that causes like the swelling and the pain and all of that because, um, because the symptom is usually PMS related. Most of the time, it will just go away once you get your period. And, and that's the case. But I want you to pay attention to like the level of intensity. The, the more tender they are, that's there's a higher, you know, estrogen dominant situation. So you need to take more drastic steps, but more just like, you know, 
minimal it is. And it's just something probably to be aware of and just do what you can to step up your game just a little bit. Um, also, I just wanted to also teach that estrogen, one of the things that it does, and one of the reasons that it can cause breast tenderness is that estrogen actually causes the breast ducts um, to actually enlarge, okay? While the progesterone is what makes the milk glands swell. So even if you're not pregnant, that's happening to us girls every single month. And I don't think a lot of us even think about that or know about that. So it's like, the more you know, like knowledge is power, right? I love that. And honestly, um, I'm like, it's so funny. I'm like reflecting right now on times that my boobs have hurt. And I think about it like during my teen years when my boobs were for sure growing, I felt like they were very tender. And then man, breastfeeding. I know that that's all the breast milk and the breastfeeding stuff. But my, oh my, women are so tough because boobs hurt during breastfeeding and also breastfeeding is amazing. So anyway, thanks for teaching us, Cody. And like we always love to do on these episodes is A, we like to talk about common things that women are facing, but then we love to leave you with tips and tricks on how to improve your health, what to look for, what to change. and. We just always want you leaving these episodes feeling empowered. So how can we naturally treat breast tenderness? And Cody, I threw it out there that my teen years, my boobs hurt so bad. I think this is fun for moms to listen to and to know some like natural things to do um, if their teens are complaining about their boobs. Yeah. And not just teens. Like I'm going to just say my breast tenderness was worse like once I entered into my 40s. So I'm most likely in perimenopause right now. And so it's kind of like whatever age or stage you're in, this is something that you could be susceptible to, but it is always a telltale sign mm-hmm. that there's something hormonally imbalanced, um, especially the more intense it is. So, but yeah, let's talk about, I know you and I both came up with a couple tips and tricks, like you said, yep. um, that ways that we can naturally treat breast tenderness. Yep. So Cody has actually taught me so much about my nutrition and like using nutrition as a tool. So we need to eat an anti-inflammatory diet that's high in whole foods, fiber, and cruciferous veggies. Like the power of nutrition is just amazing. So that's like eating broccoli, um, cauliflower, kale, etc. Because they're high in the nutrient called DIM, which helps the body process estrogen in your liver. And the fiber from fruits and veggies helps with elimination, aka pooping, which is crucial for a toxin and hormone clearance. So eat whole foods and poop every day. I mean, and poop seriously. every day. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love being regular. Yep. If that's not happening, then that's something you need to start addressing for sure. There's so many women that tell mm-hmm. me they like don't ever poop every day, but it's sometimes like every couple of days. Um for optimal health, we really want to be pooping twice a day at least. So isn't that crazy? Ooh, I, I don't love think... that. Yeah. So the more you poop, right? Better. The more okay. you poop, the more you toot, the more you poop. Okay, I'll stop. I feel like I'm like hanging out with my kids right now. Sorry. Yeah, you've got little kids. <laughs> see, that's fine. You know all the funny songs. Um, okay, I have just like a simple tip, but I swear it makes a big difference. Okay, girls, we wear these every single day. Um, they last forever. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. for some reason, it took me forever to learn how helpful and important it is to actually buy a super comfortable and supportive bra that actually fits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you can get kinds, and they make so many that are so amazing these days um, that are wireless. Sometimes that little wire underneath can be really irritating to the breast tissue. 
So we are all about, we actually met a girl that that's her whole career is helping women to be able to find the perfect bra for them that fits them the way it's supposed to. So find somebody in your area that actually knows how to measure you and knows how to pick a bra that's suited exactly for you. And your breasts will never feel better. Mm, I love that. Um, Another tip is to get regular exercise and movement. It's such an effective way to help balance your estrogen levels and reduce cortisol. And as we all know, it's helpful in reducing fluid retention um, and moving along the lymphatic system. And you guys, that is helpful with PMS symptoms. So we, I feel like we talk about this all the time, but there's just so much more to exercise and the benefits of physical activity than physique. So use it as a powerful tool to help your even your breasts and your PMS symptoms and all the things to feel better and be better. And you're going to just be so grateful that you get like 30 minutes of exercise a day because there's more benefits than just, you know, physical, I guess I should say physique. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Get moving for sure. Get Mm -hmm. moving so that you can keep things moving, not just like our lymphatic system, but going back to pooping. Like it's really important that we're moving enough. So I love it. Okay, girls, this is always the bummer news that I always share with you, but I'm going to just pound it till you guys start listening to us now. What I am going to encourage, especially if you're feeling tender breath, is that you really need to, especially you, if you're feeling this way, need to avoid caffeine. Okay. Caffeine actually helps to spike. Like we've talked about our stress levels, like our cortisol hormone, but did you know it also helps to spike blood sugar, which both if our insulin is really high um, and our cortisol is really high, what happens then is that our sex hormones that we want to have balanced actually go low. And that is what is a big problem is that these things, just drinking our caffeinated or sugary drinks or having a lot of sugar in our diet, that's actually causing the hormonal balance that's causing the tender breast and all of the other symptoms like PMS and things like that that are associated with hormone imbalance. Well, and Cody, along with that, um, I think we can add, and girls, I feel like we're not always trying to be like, don't do this, don't do that. We There's so many great things that you're all already doing and we know that and we're proud of you. And it's just about being aware of like little things that you can eliminate that will help so much. So. In addition to Cody mentioning the caffeine, also just helping to notice how much like processed food you're eating. Um, it's just not nutrient dense. It's just not working with your body. I'm not saying I never eat anything processed. Heaven forbid. I I definitely love me some good, you know, chips and I don't know. There's just things I do enjoy, but avoid super salty and processed foods and just try to be conscious of, um, you know, whole foods and nutrient dense, um, foods. Yeah. Make them like a treat, not like your every meal, just be aware of yeah. how much you're consuming. And if you, if you're feeling these symptoms and your body's saying, okay, you're eating too much of this and you need to start eating more whole unprocessed food and your symptoms will yep. just go away because your body will be able to stop screaming at you. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, okay. One of I, one of the things I always um, recommend to women especially at nighttime to add to kind of their nighttime routine um, is to add magnesium. First of all, magnesium is so amazing. It helps our body to relax and helps us get really great sleep, but it's also just a magical mineral that's been shown to relieve PMS symptoms because it helps to reduce inflammation. So it's also going to help reduce inflammation in the breast, which, which is going to make your breast 
less tender. I love that. Okay. Now you guys might want to make a mental note or grab a pen and paper because there's supplements that you can add to your routine um, to help eliminate pains too. So you can consider iodine drops, giant kelp leaf, selenium, vitamin E, or evening primrose oil supplementation. They all have been shown to help reduce soreness and swelling. So if you need to go back a few seconds and you can get that whole list. Yeah. And these are all powerful ingredients. They all can be found at like any health food store, or you could even probably order them online. Of course, when you order mm-hmm. them online, you want to be making sure that they're high quality because not everything out there is created equal. But I will just kind right. of do a little plug and let you know that a lot of these nutrients are actually in her time and what make her time so effective. So there you go. That makes mm-hmm. it easy. If you're drinking Boom. her time, you know that you're getting a lot of these amazing, powerful You don't nutrients. have to search... You don't have to search too far. You can just go to mixers.com and you've got it. Yeah. And it tastes good too. All right. Um, something that I think is fun to teach girls too is um, feed cycling. So I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is something you could probably you know do a little search on your search engine and learn a little bit more about seed cycling. Basically what it is, is you use certain seeds like sunflower seeds, flax, you know, these kinds of different seeds, hemp, chia, whatever. There's different times of our month. So different phases of our monthly cycle. If you eat certain seeds, what it's been shown to do is that it can actually, again, help to balance hormones and help to reduce inflammation. Um, it's been, it's an ancient practice that's been used for thousands of years. Women figured this out thousands of years ago, how to use nutrition, believe it or not, to help like them feel their best. And there's powerful nutrients that are in these little tiny seeds that really like have a big punch. So, so yeah, learn a little bit more about seed cycling. This is probably something we could do a whole other episode on, but just for now, go and look that up if you're interested in it and know that it's something that's been in a very, it's been a very effective approach that's been used for thousands of years. Awesome. Okay. And Cody, I love that you mentioned and you gave a little plug to her time and it just got me thinking, um, there may be some of you listening to this that haven't tried her time yet, and it will support your cycle entirely, not even just help you with uh, breast tenderness, but your cycle overall. And if you guys are needing to read through some testimonials or see, you know, some reviews and things, you can go to our website and on the her time page, there's uh, an assortment of reviews and things that you can read over. So I hope that all of these little tips were helpful. Absolutely. I do too. This was fun and keep sending in your questions, girls. And we will continue to every once in a while do these frequently asked question episodes and talk about some of those things that you have been wondering about. Are they normal? Are they not normal? What are these symptoms trying to tell me about my body? Um, just knowing that if you can implement any of these tips that we have um, talked about today, just know that all of these tips help to alleviate any pain that you're feeling before your period. And bonus is that all of these tips can majorly help with menstrual cramps. I know that's a big one we get asked about a lot too. Um, So it's just going to do your body good. So thanks, Jess. This was super fun. I can't wait for us to get back together Um, on our next episode. We we release episodes every single Tuesday. We hope you girls will join us every single week. 
If you haven't already subscribed to It's Her Time podcast, we recommend that you go and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, we would love and appreciate it if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us to be able to get this message out to all of the women in the world that maybe don't know some of the things that we're talking about and could be really helpful to them. So sharing is caring. We always love to say that. And um, and that's what we're all about, right, Jen? Yep. That's what we love to do. I love learning right along with all of you. Um, so yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We love you being part of our Mixers community. Bye, ladies. Bye.